Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your guide for the next two hours of the program. Uh, I'm going to go around the room. I'm going to introduce my fellow patriots to you today. And, well, you know, let's just get right to this. Let's get, let's get this. But on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great. One more. One more, right? Yeah. One more. Great-grandson, of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Okay, Earl's not here. Earl's not here, but we we have to play his music. I mean, it's just it's uh, you know it's toe tapping, it's head bobbing. We got to give you his music every day when we come into the program. So we give you Earl's music. Um, it's it's a long Thanksgiving week, and I think Earl's got like a like a turkey leg stuck in his beard or something going on like that. He's at the the, the, I don't know if he's at a veterinarian's office for that or if it's a regular hospital or a walk-in clinic, but uh, he's, he's trying to get that worked out. And uh, we should hear from him later in the program as he enjoys his usual Thanksgiving festivities. Uh, on my left would be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. And uh, we've actually got an Amber Alert out for, for Kevin Maxwell right now. We're not sure where he is, but... Uh, the silver, that's right, silver alert. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that's where I was trying to go with it, and Amber came into my head. Yeah, silver alert, yes. So, Kevin, uh, we, we hope uh, we hope you're okay. And I, you know, I'm thinking, though, tryptophan. Tryptophan probably got to, got to Kevin. You know, he's uh, still sleeping it off. Got a little bit going on there. Because he's, let's see, it's two days after Thanksgiving, so he's probably, they're probably getting to the dark meat about now. <laughs> you know, they're just working their way down the bird. You know he's not going to let anything anything go to uh, go to spoils anything go to waste. So uh, hopefully hopefully Kevin's okay and hopefully we we hear from him as well soon. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna carry on. We're gonna give you some program. We got some we got some uh, great stuff uh, planned for you today. We got some stories we're gonna be we're gonna be covering. We're gonna be talking about Las Vegas. Gonna be, I'm gonna be talking to you about some of the issues that happened out in Las Vegas and specifically some lawsuits that have now been filed since the Las Vegas shooting. And I want to want to give you I want to give you those. Uh, I'm going to be talking to you about a about a pastor who decided to defend his family 
with all of the rights given to him under the Constitution, and and the bad guy took a bullet in the face. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those, you know, good news stories, good for the pastor, great that the family is is well, and that uh, this pastor had no no issues with defending his family and 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 their lives and making sure that they were safe. Uh, there's some there's some uh, lawsuits again. We we brought uh, to you a couple of weeks ago some issues out of Sandy Hook, uh, the new you know the new town shooting up there in Connecticut, and uh, some more some more issues with that with that lawsuit as well. Uh, Major Bill will be on the program uh, this program. He's actually going to be we're going to uh, do Major Bill this hour and at the bottom of. Uh, Bottom of the first hour here. So about 3.30 local time if you're listening to us live. If you're not listening to us live, it's going to be here in the first hour. Here in the first hour, bottom of the first hour, is when Major Bill will be on the program. Uh, Craig DeLew, Craig DeLew's from Firearms Policy Coalition. Craig will be on the program in Bill's normal spot at the bottom of the second hour. Last week, uh, you know, Craig was supposed to be on the program. We were talking about the shooting out there in the school in California. Except you you, you guys know this. Craig is a uh, Craig, Craig's, in, Craig's one of them actor guys. He's, I, you know, I think everybody in California also also acts, but it's getting to the point now where Craig acts and also does other stuff. You know, he's 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 moving up on the scale there of where where his priorities are, and obviously, you know, Firearms Policy Coalition is is going to remain a priority for him. But the secondary stuff is is, is uh, they've they've changed there. His 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 acting has moved up, and he was on the set last week, and they came around and they went. Uh, you you look like you know what you're doing. Why don't you come over here? It's time for you to be on set. So he he went over and. He he was on set, and and I want to you know what I got to find out. I, you know I'll make a note here. What craft services at Craig's level? I want to find out what the craft services are like out there. Uh, for those that have never been to the the TV movie sets before, and I've listened, I've only been there once as a as a technical expert for some firearms for safety reasons. But the craft services on a on one of those big multi budget films, multi million dollar films, you've got. You know the chef standing there. You know, you know, cooking up. Which, what, what would you like? What would you like in your omelet, sir? Would you like the the lobster in the omelet? And you get to have whatever you want. And then I've been others where it's just literally been like a box of Ritz crackers and some M and M's, and it's just like, well, glad I brought my own guns because I wouldn't want to trust yours out here on this on this low budget flick. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's something we get in Florida. You know, Florida's for a long time they tried to make it the was it Hollywood East they were calling it Hollywood East out out in Florida, and uh, they do have the Universal Studios. Where the the back lot and uh, Disney has their their filming studios out here as well in Florida and you listen locations are, are great here you know just as like they are anywhere in the country if you're trying to write a story Florida's got some uh, some great uh, great locations so every once in a while we get tagged we get the phone call for hey you guys are gun experts could you come out and help us uh, do some safety on this and we've got all the certifications and all the all the little uh, you know certificates on the wall so we we help out and we can we actually uh, bring some firearms out for that as well. Um, hey, first story I'm going to jump into with, with you, and we're going to try and cover as much of this as we can until we bring Major Bill on later in the program, is the new list is out for the rankings of states to own guns in, if you're pro-gun, if you're pro-constitution. You know, you know, obviously, if you're going to look at it from the other direction, you know, these these numbers are going to be absolutely reversed. So I wanted to start out by giving you the the bottom 10 places, and this includes D.C., so there's there's 51 of them here, so... The bottom 10 places in the United States for guns, for gun control, or if, you, if you're a gun owner. If you want to be a, a lawful gun owner and obey the law, these are the bottom 10 places, and starting with number, uh, let's say, you know, the, the not the bottom, not the last one. This is 10 from the bottom. 10 from the bottom. We're going to start right there. It's actually number 42 on the list of the 51 places. Number 42 on the list, if you want to be a law-abiding gun owner, 
is Delaware. And listen, we I know you're listening to us up there in Delaware, 105.9 FM. We feel for you guys. Uh, you know, we, we come through there every once in a while, and uh, it's one of those places where, wow, this is this is one of the original 13 colonies, and uh, and here I am without my gun rights. Delaware, hunting opportunities don't play heavily into these rankings, if at all. But Delaware ended its outright ban on Sunday hunting this year with a handful of Sundays per season now open. Carry permits are issued to residents for particularized need. And that's, that's you know, we don't hear that a lot. You hear shall carry, or excuse me, shall issue or may issue, but not particularized need. The state does not recognize permits from 20 other states. Black guns and magazines are unrestricted by state law. That's your AR-15s and your, your magazine size, earning the state full marks in that category. Both full auto firearms and suppressors are illegal for civilian ownership, but short barrel rifles and any other weapons are permitted, which is just a strange combination there that you'll have some class three weapons, but not the others. This state does have a preemption statute which protects gun owners from overzealous local governments. So Delaware, mm, okay, listen, it's it's right there on the cusp of, wow, that's, uh, that's kind of bad. That's kind of bad, but uh, you guys really, really need to work on it. Uh, listen, we're going to come back to you after the break. I'm going to have more from this list of top 10 places to live if you're a gun owner and bottom 10 places to live if you're a gun owner. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Stick around. we got more program coming for you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive it's 10% the bill of rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And get your very own CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol. You could choose from the 110, which is the Glock lookalike, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, and the new pocket pistol. Hey, you don't have time to get your reps in? Well, this is how you get time to get your reps in. It's nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. Give them a call and tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hey, thanks for uh, for joining us back here on the program. We are going over with you the top 
Well, I guess it would be top if you're uh, from the opposite side. The worst 10 places. I'm giving you right now currently the worst 10 places to live if you are a gun owner. And this is according to uh, Guns and Ammo and a, and a few different other uh, places that, uh, put, that put these lists together. And they're, they're basing these lists on... You know what the state law is, what the, where they stand on castle doctrine. You know where they stand on the preemption statutes. You know where they stand on the assault weapons. So you know they've they've compiled all of these and they've put them together and they're giving them to you and and we are relaying. Now this includes all 51 states plus District of Columbia. I'm giving you top and bottom 10 so you know where you are where you're going. And listen, I I and when we get to the state, I'll talk to you about it. I happen to travel to one of these states over the the holiday weekend here, so over during the week. Traveled there, and it was a, it was a unique experience. It, it always is when I go there. But we gave you number 10. Number 10 was Delaware. And I know our friends at uh, Delaware 105.9 FM, uh, they, they, they feel some of this. It's not super bad when we get into some of these other states. Number nine, the number nine worst place, number nine worst place to live if you're a gun owner is Rhode Island. A domestic violence bill that would deprive gun owners of due process is poised to become law in Rhode Island as the state legislative session nears its end. Now, now, folks, we talk to you about this all the time. We, you know, we talk to you out of California, uh, out of uh, Washington, out of Oregon. We'll get, uh, you know, Craig DeLuz back on the program here next hour, and uh, you know, we'll be able to re- reiterate that with you. These are the hearings, the ex parte hearings, where somebody can walk in and say, "We're taking your guns. We're taking your guns because we feel you're unstable." Uh, and, and this is this is one of the issues with domestic violence as well. It's not that they take your guns when you're accused of your domestic violence incident. I, we get that. No problem. You're, you've shown violence, a propensity of violence towards your spouse of all people. Yeah, you, let's take your guns from me for a little while. We, we, I get that. No big deal. The problem is you're looking at one person's word. One person comes in and says, we want your guns. All right? Okay, listen. This The safety part of me says, okay, Let's come up with a you know three five ten day fifteen day no matter depending on what jurisdiction you're in where they you, you surrender them for the interim until you get the opportunity for both sides to meet because I get that if you're a violent person you can't just you, have, you know expect to be heard that day you know the, the 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 victim has to go or the alleged victim has to go before the judge has to convince the judge then the judge has to subpoena you to get there and in the interim in case this is a real threat let's uh, let's send the police to temporarily seize your guns now I said temporarily that's the problem. These are not temporary. When these when these people get their guns taken from them, let's say it goes to the two weeks, it goes to the hearing, and the judge walks in and goes, "Yeah, this is just a stupid custody dispute." You know, the the one one half is using you know the 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 threat of guns against them, so it looks bad in divorce court. You know what? I'm I'm squashing quashing this this uh, domestic violence injunction or this repeat violence injunction, and uh, you know you can have your guns back. Except they don't say you can have your guns back. Once they're there, they're there. There is no due process for you to get your firearms back after you've had them taken from you, whether it happened to be, you know, perhaps uh, you know, your house got burglarized and you weren't home and the police came through and secured the firearms, you know, while you were gone. If they, you know, if they, if you didn't have them secured properly in a safe, there's no way to get them back. There's no due process. You know, whatever the method happens to be, if there's due process to get your firearms back, we have no issue. We have no issue. You know, they wouldn't come and take your Second Amendment rights. Excuse me. They wouldn't come take your First Amendment rights from you and not give them back to you. you know, it, it, how do you do it? Well, here's a gag order, and you can never, ever, ever speak again. You're not allowed to go on social media anymore. Well, I, you know, some people they need that, but you know, that, that's just the just the perks there. Uh, fewer than one, fewer than half of one percent of Rhode Island residents have permits to carry, which are available through both state and local authorities. Ninety percent of the applications submitted are approved, according to the latest data. 
There are no limits on magazine capacity in the ocean state, but there is no legal means of obtaining NFA Class 3 item, Class three items. Waiting periods are required on all firearm purchases, and places to shoot are few and far between. Well, okay, let's get technical here with uh, Rhode Island. There's not a lot of place in Rhode Island to begin with. You, you know, you say few and far between. You're talking about driving 15 minutes and you're in another state, so you have to deal with crossing lines into some of the other states that are further down on this list. So if, if Rhode Island is, let's say, just below average where you want to be, you've got nowhere to go with your firearms. You can't cross into Connecticut. You can't cross into Mar- Massachusetts with those firearms. So citizens of Rhode Island have a duty to retreat when attacked outside of their homes which cost the state points in the Castle Doctrine category. What's that mean? That means somebody comes up to you while you're standing on a street corner doing your own business waiting for the bus. It's your duty under law to flee. Now, you cannot stand your ground, so to speak, and protect yourself. Number eight on our list of worst places is Maryland. Despite Baltimore's endemic violence, obtaining a permit to protect oneself in Maryland is all but impossible. Folks, we see this all the time. Where can you not have a gun? in the most dangerous places. That seems to be the trend amongst lawmakers is wherever, wherever it's dangerous and you need a gun is the place they say, oh, no, no, you shouldn't have a gun there. Because they think that passing laws that say you can't have a gun here is going to keep the bad guy from having a gun in the place he can't have a gun. It's absolute ridiculous. You know what? With that attitude, everybody should put a sign up in front of their house that says this is a burglar-free zone. That way you don't have to worry about being burglarized. Just put a burglar-free zone sign up in front of your house, and it's and it's good to go. I'm going to wear a little sign around my neck when I go to work. It says, um, "Fire full, firing free zone. You can't fire me, boss. I'm in a firing free zone. I'm just going to do what I want over here. To make matters worse, applicants have to go through the training process, this is in Maryland, before they can determine even determine whether they're eligible for a wear and carry permit. The mere purchase of a handgun in Maryland requires a permit, and registration is required. Unlike neighboring Virginia, black rifles are restricted. This is the evil assault rifle. Suppressors are legal for both possession and hunting in accordance with federal law. Just just all over the place with, with, uh, with some of these here. Number seven, and again, we just talked about them with Rhode Island. Number seven of the worst places to have a firearm, Connecticut. The good news in Connecticut for 2017 is that the legislative adjourned without doing any damage to the rights of gun owners. I think we should say any further damage to the rights of Connecticut gun owners. Connecticut has one of the more reasonable may issue concealed carry systems out there. Permits are usually issued, they're actually issued, so it gets five points in this category. The Castle Doctrine use of force laws are fairly strong and suppressors are legal. The state's assault weapons ban is strict and magazine capacity is limited. Previously owned mags that hold more than 10 rounds had to be registered and are now unobtainable. We've talked to you about Connecticut several times. And, you know, this is, again, where the Sandy Hook Newtown shooting occurred. And they ha- this, is, this is where all of the knee-jerk legislation started after that shooting. Because we all know it was the gun's fault, not the individual who killed someone and took the gun and then went and killed 27 more people. Not his fault at all. Not his fault at all. The gun's fault. Well, you know, listen, uh, the, this next one on here, you know, you, you know we're going to be talking about this when we get to, when we get Craig Deleuze back on the back on the program with us. This is California. <laughs> Just when you thought gun laws in California couldn't get any worse, the state implemented one of the strictest black rifle bans in the nation on January 1st. 
What was a very restrictive state for gun owners to live in has become outright hostile. If you didn't obtain a register your semi-auto rifle before the deadline, which was extended by six months, you became an instant criminal. You, did you catch that, folks? You became an instant criminal just by owning something that the day before you owned it was legal. Magazines containing more than 10 rounds were banned and cannot even be possessed. There's no grandfathering in of previously legal mags. Read that again, America. No grandfathering in of previously legal mags. It is one thing to deprive someone of their right to purchase something. It's another thing altogether to make someone a criminal overnight. Uh, predict a spike in second homes in Nevada for plenty of California residents. Yeah, that, that place they could somewhere go legally with their firearms. Getting a concealed carry w- weapons license in California. Well, you know, this ranges. We've talked with uh, Mr. Craig DeLuz on the program about this several times. It depends on the county. And sometimes you can't travel from one county to another. Some counties say, no, 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 that permit's no good here, which is another load of crap. Suppressors, illegal. Illegal in California. Uh, listen, we're going to come back to you with the with the bottom five of this list after we bring Major Bill back onto the program from he's he's coming from down south. He's down south today. We're trying to remember where he was. He's down south in South Florida today. We're coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. 
for tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Benjamin J. Garrison died November 27, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Garrison, 25, of Houston, Texas, was assigned to the 1st Squadron, 71st Cavalry Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 10th Mountain Division, Light Infantry, Fort Drum, New York. He was killed in action in Amerli, Iraq, of wounds sustained when his vehicle encountered an improvised explosive device. Garrison was an infantryman working as a radio telephone operator. He enlisted in the Army in March 2006 and had been awarded a Purple Heart amongst his decorations. Garrison is survived by his wife and parents, all of Houston. Also killed was Private Isaac T. Cortez, 26, of Bronx, Bronx, New York. Army Specialist Benjamin J. Garrison. Army Private Isaac T. Cortez. You are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, emergency recorded backup Kevin Voice. We, uh, or serious folks, if you want to get a hold of a good lawyer, you're in the Central Florida area, you're in the Southeast, you're looking for somebody on gun rights or any, any issue, whatever it is, MaxLawOrlando.com. Check out MaxLawOrlando.com. And if you want to nominate someone or you just want to hear someone, there's no nomination process, folks. If you if they qualify, if there's somebody that's a, you know, as a person that has lost their life in the line of duty, whether it be you know public service stateside, public service overseas, just let us know. We'd be would be honored to do the Fallen Hero segment on them. Hey, listen, on the on the line with us, we have uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Major Bill, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? Well, everybody is me and you at the moment. Oh, <laughs> we've, well. got, we've, we've got, uh, or I don't know if you caught the first segment. Earl is, uh, he is he's dealing with a, a Thanksgiving issue. He got a, He got a turkey leg stuck in his beard, and he's trying to get that taken care of. And uh, and Kevin, we're uh, we're trying to track Kevin down. I think uh, the tryptophan got him. I think Kevin is uh, <laughs> Kevin is napping somewhere and uh, not realizing well, you know what what has gone on. So uh, we're we're definitely gonna we're hopefully we're gonna hear from Kevin here. We're walking here soon and go. Wait a second. When did we turn the clocks forward? You know, you're gonna get one of those out of him. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure that that always uh, seems to be the case. However, uh, he is always on time for trial. So oh oh, listen, not only on time but early. You know. Yes. <laughs> Well, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. That's right. What is it? That my, that's my old platoon sergeant used to say it. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, you better be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so what do you have for us today, sir? Well, you know, usually you know, a lot of times I like to try to keep things lighthearted, have a, you know, a, a, a feel-good story or, or, or something funny or anything like that. Right. But, you know, as we go into the holidays, uh, I, what I do want to talk uh, to my brothers and sisters in blue. But when I say blue, it doesn't matter whether it's blue, tan, brown, green, whatever you're wearing. You get a badge on your chest and, you're, and you got a sidearm. 
uh, and you're out there patrolling the streets or you're in the jails or probation, parole, anything like that, uh, you're my brothers and sisters in blue. And what I want to talk about is uh, it's a touchy subject. We don't like to talk about it, but we have to face it as mental health. Uh, and in particularly, uh, suicide. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we lost a family member of a fallen officer last week, uh, the son of uh, the Dallas area rapid transit uh, police officer, Brett Thompson, uh, who was one of the courageous five uh, last year in Dallas. Mike, you remember we talked about Oh, yeah, that. yeah, July of last year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, unfortunately, his son uh, felt that he, for whatever reason, and we can only speculate, uh, that he had nowhere else to turn to, no one else to go to, uh, and tragically, he took his own life. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's sad to hear that because now the family has a double tragedy. You know, they lost the father, who's a hero, uh, and now they lost a son uh, to suicide, and he didn't leave a note. Uh, he called 911, said he was going to kill himself. Uh, police were able to track him down, find out where where he was, but unfortunately it was too late when they got there. Uh, but you know, you, you remember Mike when when you and I first started, both military and law enforcement, you didn't talk about that stuff. Uh, it wasn't brought up. If if you did, you were weak, and so nobody nobody talked about it. And we're all Type A personalities. Uh, however, you tote a gun or tote a badge, uh, and uh, we don't like to talk about this. But in this day and age. Uh, Mike, you've lost friends, I've lost friends, uh, and it's something that, that we really need to face. And especially uh, now with coming into the silly season, yeah, we are going to be getting a lot of calls from people uh, who are going to be dealing with difficulties, whether it be through mental health, family issues, financial crisis, uh, who knows what, but we don't know what is going to trigger and I came across a great article uh, recently written uh, by Chief Joe Schultz. Uh, you can check that out at policeone.com. And it's, it's an article titled, Four Things Police Leaders Should uh, Be Doing to Stop Police Suicide. And he, he, he puts out four points. And I'm not going to elaborate too much on it because I really would like people to go out there and read his article. It's a great article. Uh, he does a lot of good work. Uh, but the big thing that I want to get out there is that uh, you don't wear an S on your chest. Uh, we are human uh, as, as much as people don't want to believe that we are. And we're susceptible to these things, especially not just from our own lives, but from our professional lives. And we're dealing with everybody else's problems, and we're trying to solve them. But who's solving ours? And, uh, you know, we need to know that, hey, there's help out there, especially – you know, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 800-273-TALK, or the suicidepreventionlifeline.org. I, I, I want to tell my brothers and sisters in blue, if you are feeling that way, if, you, if you're getting to that point in your life, you know, the suicide is not the answer. Reach out to somebody. Reach out to your religious leader. Reach out to a partner. Reach out. You know, we have EAP at, at, at work. Do something. You are not alone. You are never alone. And uh, we are a brotherhood. We are a sisterhood. And remember that. And I, I just want everybody out there to take this seriously. It's something that, and I think that we need to bring about in training as well. In our in-service training, we need to talk about this stuff. What's, we're always talking about our, our, our physical health, and we're talking about you know how, how we should do things at work. But 
what are we doing to take care of ourselves mentally and emotionally? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, listen, I, I've got a, a theory on it, and I want I, I want to make sure it doesn't come across the wrong way. Um, the the current generation, you know, people joining military, joining law, law enforcement, I, I think they are. And again, I don't want this to sound the wrong way. A little softer mentally, but you you know what? That's by design. Those are our children. Every parent tries to raise their child to have a little bit easier, a little bit better than they had it. So just by nature of trying to make things simpler and easier for them, maybe they didn't have to face as many difficult situations. Let's 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 back up a generation, the Vietnam generation. Bill, any doubt in your mind that they're tougher than you and I are? Oh, absolutely. Okay, now let's back up again. Any doubt in your mind that the World War II and Korea generation is tougher than the Vietnam generation? I, I agree with you there as well. Okay, and, and here, so this is where it comes down. We all try to make it easier for our children as it, as it comes through. And I think as the, the, the generation now that looking down at the younger ones, we forget that maybe they had it, you know, maybe they're not as, uh, as cold or as hard or as stoic as we are. And we have to remember that. We as the older generation have to look down and go, you know what, okay, they didn't go through the same things we did for whatever reason, you know, whether so their parents made it better for them like we tried to do for our kids, it's our responsibility to look down and make sure they have the care and they have the assets they, they need and to re- and we need to recognize what they have going on to, to, to keep this from happening to them, that we are there for them. Yes, it might be the harder, the boss, it might be stoic, you know, a little bit more than the guy before me uh, or, or you know, a little less than the guy before me but more than the guy now. We need to take that responsibility. It's not just the responsibility of the person there. It's the responsibility of everybody around them to make sure that this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen to anyone, no matter who they are. No, absolutely. And, and don't be afraid to walk up to somebody and, yeah. and ask them point blank. Hey, you feeling okay? Yeah. You know, ask them straight away. Do you, do you want to hurt yourself? Do you want to Major, kill yourself? That brings up a good point, sir. Please, please be safe down there yourself. Absolutely. To all my brothers and sisters in blue, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Michael, see you right after the break. The Caltech PMR 30 is no run of the mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself. So why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. 
Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Hey, uh, before Major Bill came back on the the program there at the bottom of the hour, we were talking to you about the worst 10 places in the United States to live if you're a gun owner. If you're pro-gun, pro-constitution, pro-America... And you enjoy the Second Amendment, or just take advantage of the Second Amendment. You don't have to enjoy it, I guess. I enjoy it. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. That's why I'm here. I enjoy the Second Amendment. But if you happen to be one of those people stuck in one of these ten places, it's, it, it makes life a little bit more difficult for you. We uh, we, we started with the number tenth worst, worst place was in Delaware. Nine was Rhode Island. Eight was Maryland. Seven was Connecticut. Six was our friends in California. And now we've come to, you know, and this is a place you don't realize it, We've come to the number five worst place, Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Hawaii's taken a step backward in the concealed carry department as they've stopped issuing permits altogether. Yep, no more. The state's May issue standard was already extremely strict, but now a de facto ban is in place. Hawaii has a 10-round limit on magazines, and all Class Three National Firearms Act firearms and accessories are banned for civilian ownership despite an effort to legalize suppressors during the 2017 legislative cycle. The good news is that a strong hunting culture exists in Hawaii with huntable populations of game animals, mostly non-native species such as uh, feral hogs and axis deer. 
everywhere from the Big Island all the way to Nihau. I don't know how to say it. Nihau, Noho. I got in trouble once in Hawaii because I went, oh, what's that place? Uhau, and it was it was U-Haul. It was U-Haul. You, you, you just start start trying to pronounce everything that way, and I messed it up. I messed it up completely. But yeah, Hawaii. You know, I think Hawaii. I think uh, you know uh, uh, Hawaii Five O, the real one, not this current one that's on the air right now. Uh, the Jump the Shark show, I like to call it. And then, of course, you know, Magnum PI. Who doesn't uh, Who doesn't love the Magnum PI? But you you know, you never saw that culture there. It looked like pretty much anybody that legally could purchase a gun or have a gun had one. But you know, I guess we are talking twenty, thirty years ago with those programs now. So Hawaii, Hawaii is one of the ones that uh, very, very difficult. Number number four, no surprise here, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, we've had uh, Alex Rubian from the New Jersey Second Amendment Society on the program with us many times. Life for gun owners just got a little bit better in 2007, thanks to Governor Chris Christie. Administration implemented a recommendation that will better define the need requirement of the Garden State's May issue permits. Up until now, it was virtually impossible for an ordinary citizen to obtain a permit in New Jersey, and the state does not recognize the permits of any other jurisdiction. Permits known as FIDs, or that's that's uh, firearms identification cards, uh, well, what would D, FID, I may have to call Alex here, and are required to purchase firearms, and there is no right to bear arms in the state's constitution. Did you get that? No right to bear arms in the state's constitution. Technically, full autos and certain any other weapons are legal in New Jersey, but ownership requires approval from the state, and well, good luck with that. Suppressors, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns are banned altogether. The state has a partial castle doctrine statute in place. Number Three, number three, Massachusetts. And you know what? How far do we have to go in telling you that Massachusetts is, uh, is 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 crap? If you have a firearm and you want to go there, they they expanded their assault weapon ban last year to include firearms that were not not on the list before. You know, just just everything. They use it as a as an enforcement tool to try and keep bans in place and just just totally take away your firearms rights. Meanwhile, the state legislature is considering a bill that would would life that would lift the the state's ban on suppressor ownership, but the effort faces a tough road because again, in Massachusetts, if you ask somebody about a suppressor, well, that's an assassin's weapon. It makes no noise, and I could shoot from a thousand yards away and put a giant bullet in somebody's face, and it's gone. Massachusetts has a May issue permit, but some permits are actually issued, unlike some states. There is the magazine capacity restriction of ten rounds in state law. Hey, I'm going to bring um bring the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone uh, on, in on the phone with us to discuss the last two here of the top ten places, worst ten places to live if you're uh, if you're a supporter of the uh, Second Amendment. Uh, uh, Earl, welcome back to the program, sir. Arms room, how can I help you? Uh, arm, arms room, there he is. There he is. Approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. How are things going at the uh, at the post Thanksgiving sale slash digestive process? Very good, very good. We're gonna have to wrap this up quick. I got customers to go take care of. Okay, all right. Well, we just definitely we definitely want to say hello to you on the program. We'll give you a call back next hour then, and uh, and, and we'll just uh, we'll talk to you then. No, when I you, got when... a few minutes oh. if you want. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, you, you and I, well, you made it sound like you had to go. You had to go. Um, New York. Earl, I just traveled back from New York. New York is number number two on the places not to go uh-huh. if you're a firearm. Any surprise there? Anything? No, not really. Not really. Uh, April, uh, 
in the April 2017 indictment of four individuals in connection with a bribery scheme involving the NYPD's licensing division is probably a surprise to no one and is a classic example of corruption potential of the May issue laws. We've seen this, or was it was out in uh, California? We talked with Craig Deleuze about it, I think. that The same thing happened out there. No, yes, yes. I mean, and, and I don't know if I've made you aware of it, but I've, I have a good friend of mine that used to live up in New York, and he experienced firsthand of all the corruption he had to deal with to try to make an attempt to get his his concealed carry permit. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 horrible. And listen, it's it's just a it's a culture. I mean, it's everything from um well, you'd like a permit. Uh you know, I I wanted to come see you and talk about the permit, but the tires on my car, they're they're rather worn down uh yeah. in their size, uh, you know, P uh, you know, 185 uh, 55R17s, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, yep. Yep. it's exactly. It's a lot of exactly. stuff like like that going on, you know. They they know, I guess not to take the, you know, the cash graft, you know. I guess they've learned, you know. <laughs> they think well, it's okay to take gifts. So, mm-hmm. but that definitely happens. And again, that happened with the sheriff out there in, uh, was it Los Angeles or San Diego County? Uh, Lee Baca. I can't remember which county he was in. Yeah, but he's uh, he's facing either. federal joint, federal time for that. Uh, magazines restricted to 10 rounds. Seven-round restriction was struck down by the courts. Well, you know what? Now that they got that extra three rounds, they're probably stark raving killers. Uh, <laughs> uh, all, all, all Class 3 NFA items are banned. Uh, an effort to exempt suppressors died in the state Senate this year. Although legitimate gun control culture exists in upstate New York, and by upstate, that's everything north of and west of Westchester County in New York. You know, the city, Westchester County, and that's the five counties in New York City. Then there's the two counties out on Long Island, the one that's just on the north side of New York City. Those are, you know, those are very, very restrictive. Earl, and you, you say this all the time. What do you got in upstate New York? Bunch of rednecks. Rednecks. It, it doesn't matter where. Loving rednecks. Yeah, it doesn't matter where. No, I've got family up there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, the old, uh, the original Boone, he got around. He got around. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. That guy was. Hey, I'm going to go for a walk on the Appalachian Trail. Well, the Appalachians go right into New York. You know. <laughs> that's, uh, yep, yep. A uh, year later. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, New York politics remain dominated by New York City and its suburbs. There is a reason that firearm manufacturers have fled New York State. All right. Any guesses on the last one? You want to guess on the last one? I got got a good one. I got a good one. Go ahead, sir. California? No, no. We we did that one. And you know what? Really? That was was just one or two ago. And this one's kind of cheating because we're talking about states. It's Washington, D.C. Oh, come on. It's on the list. I didn't make it up. I'm just yeah, reading here. Yeah. I'm just reading here. Uh, last year, it was reported the good reason to fear injury to person or property requirement of D.C.'s concealed carry permit application had been struck down by federal court. That's the good news. The bad news, that a stay has been issued to prevent that ruling from going into effect. <laughs> but wait, there's more. During uh-huh. the development of this article, the U.S. Court of Appeal- Appeals entered an injunction against D.C.'s current and highly restrictive concealed carry law. It's too soon to know what the net effect will be for gun owners, but it's certainly to step in the right direction. Earl, what do you think? Well, what do you think is going to happen based on what everything we've seen in D.C. with the new with the new law, uh, the new ruling? They're they're gonna they're gonna decide they need to sit down and talk about it <laughs> when they figure out when they want to sit down and talk about it. That's it. That's it. That's ex- that's ex- exactly right, and that's exactly what's going to happen there. Well, thanks for so, jumping on the phone with us, uh, and we we will get you back on the program here next hour. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, listen, folks, we got uh, we got more program coming up. Mr. Craig Deleuze will be joining us next hour on the program. We have 
Uh, we have we have a lot more show coming to you. I'm going to give you the top ten places to live. This will be a little bit shorter list. Well, shorter lengthwise to explain it to you. But uh, but please 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 exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago. Let me go around the room real quick. Introduce you to my fellow patriots sitting in with me today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corporate, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. All right, I have to say, Earl is not here right now. Earl is working. Uh, Earl is working. Earl's working the bo- working the booth today. Working the booth. He's out taking care of some business. He's got. Uh, you know, we came up with the we came up with the Thanksgiving story earlier. We said he had a turkey leg caught in his beard. That's not that's not untrue. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
I think I think he may have worked through that by eating through that. If if you if you get what I get what I'm saying, he's a he's a man. The man likes his turkey. Okay, listen, his his uh, his great 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 grandpappy was uh, was a guy that used to catch turkeys with his hand and eat them. You know, I mean, it, you know, turkeys in his blood. So you know, he's he's uh, he's doing all right. We'll get him back on the program here in a little bit. We'll have uh, we'll have Earl on the the line with us via via the old phone, and we will talk to him on the program. On my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. And not really sure where Mr. Kevin Maxwell is. I, I think uh, there might be some sort of a tryptophan overdose. We've got uh, we've got the silver alert out for him. We are definitely looking for Mr. Maxwell today. You you know what? And I'll tell you what's quite possibly happened with him because this happens uh, more times than I can count. You know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes before the show's supposed to begin, he get a calls from a client or a potential client, and there is an incident that occurs, and he's gone. It's what he does. That's that's his job. You listen, he puts out his uh, his personal cell phone number here on the air so you can call him when you need uh, an, an attorney in an emergency. Now, I'm telling you up front, though, talk to him ahead of time. Don't let the first time you talk to him be at 3 in the morning. If he doesn't recognize the number, he's going to let you go to voicemail or something like that. If, if you've called ahead of time and said, Mr. Maxwell, I understand you're an attorney that uh, answers calls and uh, you know, in, in, you know, in the middle of the night, he's going to tell you, yeah, but you need to call ahead of time. We need to have an agreement. I need to be your attorney. We need to, whatever the legal paperwork is, we need to have come to some understanding that you're, that he's your attorney. And then at that point, you go on his phone. And when you're in his phone, that's it. You get his cell phone. You absolutely get his cell phone when it's time to need Max Law Orlando. And, and again, if you need an attorney and you need him 24 7, 407-467-4960. 407-467-4960. Uh, so, so, Kevin, we, uh, we hope you're okay. We hope your client's okay. We hope everything uh, is all right. We hope to hear from you by before the end of the program. Uh, Thank you for joining us again here on the program. We're going to continue with what we were talking about uh, earlier in the day. Now, I was I was up in uh, I didn't you know I didn't want to say the state. I, I hate to give them any any credit for being there, but I, I'll tell you some some interesting side facts. I was up in New York for a couple of days. I go up there. There there's some relatives that still live up there, and uh, I like to take the family up there and get them uh, reacquainted with the with their roots. If if you know what I'm saying, I like to go, we like to go back and uh, and and see all see all the relatives that we can. New York, as you learned last hour when we were talking to you about the 10 worst places to live if you have a if you're a second amendment supporter is one of those places. If you're an outsider, you're not a resident, it's even worse for you. If listen, if you're in the city of New York or you're out on Long Island, so you're talking about seven, eight counties if you include Westchester County. You get the five counties, the five boroughs, counties are boroughs there in New York City, then you got Suffolk County, Nassau County out on the island, Westchester County just to the west of New York City. If you're in any of those places and you and you want to be part of the uh, the firearms culture, forget it. Forget about it, as they would say up there. So you're not getting it. Now try coming in as a non-resident and you go into New York. You just you can't even you can barely even walk into the gun store to look. You can't touch the guns if they know you're a non-resident. I mean, you literally can't put your hands on it to to say, hey, what kind of gun is this? You can't do it. Now you hear me say every week on here, multiple times a week. Don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone. I'm just saying that when I was in New York, I was 
not caught dead in a gun-free zone. We'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. I, I, I don't want to tell you any laws were broken because they were not, but I'm just saying I, was, I wouldn't be caught dead in a gun-free zone. Let's, uh, let's let's go with it for that. You've got to, but those are those are some of the some of the breaks you got to do. Those are some of the choices you have to make. We talk about this when you're going to say an amusement park, you're going to a, a Walt Disneyland out in California, or you're going to you know Great Adventure up in the Northeast. No guns, and they got the they get the screening points and the checkpoints. What do you do? You know they don't have one gun for every one person in there to help defend you. They got a couple security guards. They got a, you know even less police officers there. What do you do? You got to make the decision. You want to fly. You want to fly, you want to get on a plane, and you want to fly. Mm, I'd prefer to carry my own gun so I can protect myself. Yeah, they're not letting you do that. <laughs> not, not, you know, you can try and reason with them as much as you want to. They're not going to let you do that. You have got to make some decisions. You have got to do your own threat assessments. I could tell you a couple of times where I had my family ready to travel and some threats came up. And if you look hard enough, you know, and it's all open source information. I'm not talking about tapping into any special secret sources and getting them to, you know, give you any confidence or anything like that. I'm saying you do enough educated risk assessment on your own, and you know, hmm, probably not a good place to go there today, or probably not a good place to fly today. And I've pulled people out. I've said we're not going. We're not going to this place today, and we're not getting on a plane today. The threat is just enough to where mm, we're not doing it. Did anything happen? One of those scenarios, yes. Yes, yes, it did. One of the places where I said we're not going ended up becoming a target. Uh, I changed the vacation overseas, you know, based on some threat and some risk assessment. So just be be smart. Listen to the news. Listen to people. Tune into your good sources. Tune, tune into the people that you know you trust. Tune into the people that you know are trustworthy and tell the truth. Don't, don't, don't tune into, you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about. You know, the, the way left, the wacky left, the, you know, the radical left, and, and, and they're, they're there. I look up stories every day on my phone, and I go through the news roll, and I say, oh, my goodness, that sounds horrible. Where'd it come from? Oh, the Washington Post. <laughs> okay, well, it's a lie. Or where'd this one? Oh, my goodness, that came from, that's horrible. Where'd that come from? New York Times. Oh, that's a lie. I didn't even bother to read it anymore. I used to read it to see how long they could go before they said something like, an unnamed source stated, or an anonymous source, yeah, because you, you made it up, is <laughs> what you did. You made it up. So, bunch of crap, bunch, bunch of ridiculous crap. Hey, uh, we come back next segment, we're going to talk to you about the top 10 places to live. This is going to be a much shorter time to explain this to you. You know if you're in the top 10. We'll give a couple of highlights for those of you, if you happen to be in the bottom 10 places of this country where there's firearms you know, laws, and you want to come to a place where you can experience some great firearms laws, we're going to give that to you here on the program. So stick around. We got a lot more program coming up. We got Mr. Craig DeLuz from the Firearms Policy Coalition coming up at the end of the hour and some great stories. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kill Tech Studio. Stick around. We'll see you after the break. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. 
Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% it's off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. 
Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. We will be joined with our good friends from Gun Tech USA at the SHOT Show. That's the Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor Trade Show in Las Vegas, January 22nd through 26th of 2018. So we're, we're talking about just under two months away. That's the Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor Trade Show. That's called SHOT Show in Las Vegas from January 22 to 26. We hope to see you there. We hope to see everyone else there with our good friends from Gun Tech USA. We'll also be there with our good friends from Next Level Training. We'll be there with our good friends from Keltech firearms so we'll see we'll see you all out there we'll be coming to you live that whole week we're going to be recording segments sending segments back and we're going to have a live show out there on the weekend after or the weekend of the program as it ends on the friday so saturday you'll hear from us live out there hey listen we were talking to you about the top 10 places now the top 10 places states to live if you are a pro second amendment pro constitution pro america and you want to be hassle-free with your firearms. We gave you the top, the bottom 10 earlier in the program. The bottom 10 were number 10, Delaware, 9, Rhode Island, 8, Maryland, 7, Connecticut, 6, California, 5, Hawaii, 4, New Jersey, 3, Massachusetts, 2, New York, and number 1, the District of Columbia. Now we're going to give you the top 10. Give it to you a little more, a little more rapid pace here. You know, you, you know if you're good. You know if you're good. Uh, you know, a couple that came in, uh, you know, close. I want to give a little little, uh, little outside credit here, too. 13, West Virginia. 12, Florida. 11, Tennessee. Tennessee, actually, they uh, they put forth a, a, pro, a couple of pro-gun bills last year that would have allowed citizens to sue, that allows citizens to sue cities if they violate the state's preemption law with arbitrary gun-free zones. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? If they create these arbitrary gun-free zones, or if they violate the state's preemption law, you can now sue that government entity. Uh, They also were trying to get the permitless carry. If they had gotten permitless carry, they did not. They would have been number one this year. They would have been number one. But that's why they get the honorable mention, because they're still at number 11. And you know, we we can't all be ones. If we're both ones, then we'd be 11. So we, we we can't let that happen. Number 10, Missouri. Missouri, the show me state, was poised to enact permitless carry law. And we can happily report that that state, that statute was implemented in January of 2017. So Missouri is now a permitless carry, which means you call that constitutional carry. The Constitution's my carry permit says right here, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. And that's exactly what you get. Bills that would have allowed for campus carry in the state did not advance from committee during this year's session. The state has done an about-face for gun owners since the 90s. Missouri has been a leader in the Midwest and is a great example of what could be done when good people are elected to office and are held accountable. Folks say it all the time. Elections have consequences. Elections have consequences. Georgia. Georgia is number nine, ninth best place. Georgia was up, I would say, number two, number three over the past couple of years. And it's not that they've gone down. It's that other states continue to enact progressive, good gun freedom laws. And so Georgia now is just, they'll, they'll leapfrog back up. Don't worry about that. We know Georgia. We know Jerry Henry up there from the Georgia Carry Association. Georgia will be good. 
After last year's veto, Governor Deal signed a compromise campus carry law in 2017, as well as a second omnibus gun bill that cleaned up various areas of Georgia's gun and knife laws. Georgia's been one of the strongest concealed carry laws in the country when it comes to states that require permits and gets full points for Class 3 firearms, black rifles, and castle doctrine categories. Uh, listen, one of those things that uh, that was that was unique in Georgia, when they said all of these bills were going to pass, the, you know, the... The establishment there, uh, you know, the liberal establishment there in and around Atlanta said it's going to be mass mayhem, murders, shootings in the street. Yeah, none, none of that's happened. None of it. None of you can. Again, we talk about Georgia all the time. You can carry, you can carry guns openly in a bar. Guess how many shootings they've had since that happened? And we're not talking one year either. We're talking 10, 12 years. Uh, yeah, yeah, none. They've been done. They've been done. Eighth best state. We we have uh, one of their residents and our Texas on the spot reporter, Dr. John Adeen, from there all the time is Texas. Governor Abbott signed a bill of pro gun bills, a pile of pro gun bills in Texas this past spring, including one that significantly lowers the costs of getting your permit or renewing your permit. The state also got rid of, and we remember Dr. John talking to us about this. You used to have to show proficiency when you went to your shooting test. Remember we said what proficiency test? We don't have that. Well, it used to have to be at least a 32 caliber, which meant you had to do a 9 mil because there ain't no 32s out there that you can go and uh, you can qualify with. All your 32 stuff is old junk, and it's, you know, two-inch barrels. 22 shooter, shooters rejoiced when they heard this because now you can go show your proficiency with a lower-cost, more stable platform. So number seven of the best places to live if you are pro-gun, pro-Constitution, pro-America, North Dakota. Jump to 10 points in... The concealed weapons category this year, thanks to the permitless carry law, sponsored by friend, Republican Representative Todd Porter of Mandan. North Dakota gets high scores in nearly every category, only losing points for the less than perfect castle doctrine. If you're a hunter, this state has some of the most amazing opportunities available and places to shoot are abound in the expansive open lands. Number six, Utah. Our friends in Utah, Utah changed the law this year. This is wonderful. That allows 18 to 20-year-olds to obtain concealed carry permits with only a lack of permitless carry, keeping it from sweeping every category. Okay, 18 to 20-year-olds. Let's talk about this for a moment. Should an 18 to 20-year-old be allowed to carry a firearm? Well, this, this, this goes back to the same argument we have when it comes to the military and alcohol. You have to be 18 years old. To join the military, 17 with your parents' permission, 18 if you're going to deploy. 17-year-olds can't deploy, no matter if they have parents' permission or not. I don't know if you knew that or not. But 18 years old to deploy with the military, to go give your life. And we talk about youngsters on here all the time when we do our fallen hero that are in that 18 to 20-year-old, and they've given their life, you know, for for their country, for their friends, for the soldiers next to them, uh, and you know, the sailors, the Marines, the airmen, and they're the Coast Guardsmen. So, 18 to 20. If you're old enough to make that decision, are you not responsible enough? To carry the firearm? Mm, I don't know. Uh, evidently, you're not responsible enough to have a beer. You know, we, you, you can't do that from 18 to 20. I, I, you know, there's there's statistics, there's there's laws, there's what's gone on in the past, our history, and this is just one of those laws that the alcohol law till 21. It had to do a lot with with drinking and driving because when you drank, it wasn't that you would drink. And here's where here's where I'm all right with the 21 with the alcohol. You wouldn't just drink. You would drink, it lowers your inhibitions, and then you would drive. So if you said, listen, you can drink, but you have to have your hands cuffed behind you so you can't operate a motor vehicle, I don't know, maybe that would be it. You know, maybe you're put you in a giant warehouse so you can't drive, maybe, maybe that would be it. But, you know, 
So 18 to 20, now you can own a firearm. Excuse me, you can always own the firearm, but now you can carry concealed weapons permits in Utah. Let's run through the top five here real quick. Uh, number five, Montana. Montana, the governor out there, appears determined to prevent Montana from rising any further. He vetoed both, both a permitless carry bill and a restaurant carry bill after their passage by the state's legislature. Well, do you want to you guess what party we're talking about there? You want to guess what side he uh, he bends towards? Number four, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's governor signed legislation this year allowing citizens to carry firearms on city buses. You know why? Because violent things happen on city buses. Do you watch any of these videos that happen all year long? You know, the, the bus drivers getting into beatings or people getting their butt beat? He's allowed them to defend themselves. They have a good castle doctrine. They have a good stand your ground. And now they can do so in the city on city buses with their firearms. Uh, it's a shall issue state. It's a shall issue state. Kansas, number three. Kansas got even more gun friendly this year with the state enact when the state enacted a law that allows for permitless carry in public buildings. Permitless carry in public buildings. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? We know that now children under supervision of adults can carry firearms for, for competition or for target shooting there. Remember, we had to talk about the toddler army. Hmm, remember? Number two, Alaska. Alaska. I always thought Alaska was great, pretty free for all as it was, but they re- this year they got campus carry. So, I'm sorry, campus carry they did not get. But they set the national model of allowing for permitless carry by also issuing concealed carry permits to those who desire them for reciprocity purposes. So if you visit, excuse me, they don't have a permit carry. They don't have a permit in Alaska per se. But if you want to travel to a state that requires you have a permit, now you can get one. They'll issue one. Number one, Arizona. Oh, we know Arizona well. Hard to improve upon Arizona's gun laws, but they seem to make an effort every year. This year, the governor signed law saying that local jurisdictions could not require additional background checks for private gun transfers. It's Arizona. You know, we've been out there before. We've talked to Arizona. It's a great place to be a firearm owner. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. When we get back to the program, Mr. Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition will be with us. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to Check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. 
everybody. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we've got a special guest on the line. We have him with us. We try to have him with us every other week. Let's just go ahead and bring him in live, Mr. Craig Deleuze. Mr. Craig Deleuze is with the Firearms Policy Coalition from California, well, based out of California, but representing many, many locations on the West Coast. Craig, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing today? I, I'm, I'm doing good. I, I, you listen, I got a couple of topics I wanted to talk to you about. I know we had the holidays. We had a couple of things go wrong. And uh, like we talked about uh, last week, we were, we were having you on the program, and uh, I, I, you were on the set, and they called you early. Boom. You know, we couldn't, we couldn't get you in here. So, you know, we, we appreciate you coming back on this week with us to, to, you know, follow up on some stories and go over some new topics. Well, I appreciate your flexibility. I always enjoy talking with you guys. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, you know, let's let's talk about, and we were waiting to talk about this with you, the the shooting out there at what was it, the Tahama, and if I am I'm saying that wrong, the Tahama. It was in Tahama County. Tahama County, okay. And I guess this is the Corning Union Elementary School District. Is there something along that? And, and I don't understand. I guess yeah. the school districts are not necessarily the counties out there. No, they are the it, school districts uh, are are separate special districts unto themselves. And so you have some elementary districts, some unified districts, some large, some small. Okay, gotcha. It happened to be a very small one. Okay, okay. And where you're located in your school district, how far is that from Tehama? You said Tehama, is we're, that right? We're about 90 minutes away. 90 minutes away, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, in, in this program, folks, for those that don't re- recall, this this was a gentleman who, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a whack job. And, uh, you know, from everything I've been able to put together, and I don't want to steal any of uh, uh, Craig's thunder with what he's going on here, but... There was there was a this guy was not night this guy was not right this was not you know your your normal legal gun owner that uh, that decided to go crazy which is of course what the media always tries to portray. Well, exactly. We we go back to once again. We always talk about protecting the rights of law-abiding gun owners, and we talk about the plethora of laws that they keep passing. And, and one of our number one things is look, the problem is is that criminals don't obey laws. That's why they're called criminals. Yeah, um, yeah. But you, here you had an individual who, you know, he – first of all, he was out on bail for threatening someone right. with an AR-15. Yeah, yep. So he's already out on bail for that. Now, I, I don't know, because he hadn't been convicted of, of that felony, it, it, that in and of itself was not prohibiting. But the fact is the judge could have very easily at the time made it a condition of, of his bail that, that – you know, they go and they search and they get find all of his firearms. They didn't go search his home. He turned in a gun and they and they just assumed, well, okay, I guess that's all he had. And then you had leading up to the event, you had neighbors calling the police and complaining that he was out on his property shooting, you know, 
hundreds of rounds every night, which you and I know, you know, shooting a couple of hundred rounds is not that much. Right. But it is a lot if you're someone who's not supposed to have a gun. Yeah, yeah. And, and everybody and, there saw that he was shooting the unmodified, and it, whether the law is ridiculous or not, you know, he, he did not have a California-compliant AR-15. So the neighbors no. look at him and go, well, he's breaking the law, but you know what? We'll just leave him alone. He's shooting a, he's shooting a bunch of rounds out there talking to himself. We're just going to leave him alone. Well, no, the neighbors called the police. Just, apparently just nothing happened. <laughs> um, and, you know, at, at, I mean, literally at every turn. So he had, uh, he had some uh, unserialized, uh, apparent, some unserialized home-built uh, ARs that he had built, and he had a couple of handguns. Uh, that he, I don't know if he had borrowed them or stolen them, but the fact is, is that he he didn't buy any of those guns at gun stores. So the whole idea of a background check is really kind of moot. Yep. Uh, he wound up uh, first killing his wife. Yeah. Uh, and then wound up basically going through town shooting people. Went onto a school campus, which I don't know how he was able to get on a school campus with a gun, seeing as how you know you're not supposed to carry a gun on a school campus. Gun-free zone. At how can you get the gun on the gun-free zone? Evidently, the gun-free school zone sign did not stop. Him. Oh boy! Oh boy! It wasn't um, big enough. It wasn't big enough. There is a there are a plethora of laws that are in place that that uh, folks would say, well, this is why we need these laws, but yet none of these laws kept this from happening. And the child, the problem is, is that then they come back and they say, well, we need more laws. Well, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this this is something, um, and I'm glad you you brought it up. I'm I'm tired. I'm done with with hearing you know e- even the statements. You know, let's just enforce the laws we have on the books. I I'm I'm over that now. I'm not even one of the guys that says let's enforce the laws we have on the books. You know what we need? We need less laws. We need to repeal these laws. We need to eliminate all these excessive gun laws. I'm done. Well, I'm I, I'm I'm absolutely uh, you know done compromising with with the with the left on guns. I want gun laws rolled back. I want them repealed. I want to get back as close as we can to having as gun rights for the Second Amendment as the same we do for all of the other amendments. I want for people to be able to, I, w- I want for people to be able to defend them to be able to defend themselves against these criminals, against these people who would perpetrate these crimes. And all these laws do is disarm those folks. They it disarms the potential victims. It's exactly right. That's exactly what it does. It takes away from the victims. The criminal doesn't care about your gun laws. The criminal doesn't care about your sign at your school that says gun-free zone. We know that. You know, the, the only way to make a gun-free zone sign work is to make it a half mile long and four feet thick. You know, that's, that's the only way a, a gun-free zone sign works. Uh, you know, you make, you make it a wall and put it on the border. <laughs> you know, that's it. So we, we're already looking forward to seeing what uh, what it is exactly they're going to be proposing here in the state of California as soon as the legislature is back in session. I can assure you it will be no good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, having said all that, you know, we're going to be here and we're going to be fighting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, uh, we were going over the list earlier today of the top 10 best places to be if you had a gun or if you were a gun owner and the worst 10 places. Would you be surprised on the worst 10 places to find out that California is the, of, of, of 50 states plus the District of Columbia, California is, is, is six from the bottom of that list, right down there. You're only beat by places like I, New Jersey, New York, and D.C., Massachusetts, and Hawaii. I, I am shocked that, I am shocked that we're, <laughs> that we're sixth worst. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I, 
I would I would guess that I would guess that we were worse. But I, one of the things I will say is I do believe that uh, you know we need to. One of the things about being in one of these states is that these are the places where we need to be having the fight because as they pass these laws, that's what gives us the opportunity to go to court. Oh yeah. And when we get to court, then we get a chance to actually see what the Constitution says about our, our right to keep and bear arms. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely right, absolutely right. Um, in fact, the, the article noted uh, it predicted a spike in second homes in Nevada for plenty of California residents because of the, the new, uh, new gun law restrictions that went into effect this past year. Oh, yeah, it, 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 it most definitely wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure that there are a number of people, California residents, who have, uh, uh, well, who have firearms, uh, well, who have some of their private property stored out of state. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly right, because their private property rights are something that is being merged and melded with the firearms rights. All of a sudden, it's okay to take your private property if it's a gun. I have no other reason well, but to take it because, it, because it's a firearm. No, no, not just that. Dude, they are going literally. If you, if you, if guns have something to do with it, they're going after your First Amendment right, yeah. your due process right, right. your your uh, uh, your private property rights, uh, rights against illegal search and seizure. All, all of that goes out the window when, as soon as you start talking about guns. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So, hopefully, all is 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 is. Like you said, it's going to get better because, you know, once they make this law and you go to court, that's the only way you can do it. It's the only way. It's not like you're going to be able to vote in, you know, the good politicians. You know, elections have consequences, and uh, and people are learning that out there at a rapid pace. Well, you know, when, speaking of elections having consequences, one of the things that we're pushing at FPC, it's called hashtag our gun vote. Um, we, you know, we made it a point. We we helped the Republican Party maintain control of both houses of Congress and, and help President uh, Trump get elected, and yet, and we have a number of really good uh, pro Second Amendment measures uh, that are right now in Congress that for some reason are not moving, and it's not moving because of, it's not because of Democrats, but we need to get some of our Republicans to some of our spineless Republicans to actually grow a spine yeah. uh, and stand up and get us get us our gun vote. So we just want to encourage all of your listeners go to our gun www.ourgunvote.com and send a message to all of your all of your elected officials all of your 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 state your representatives to congress as well as your senators uh, that, telling them we demand that they vote on uh, these pro gun measures Craig about 30 seconds left give us that information one more time and where we can watch and follow you Okay uh, our gun www.ourgunvote.com is a national petition to get them to vote on our gun on our on these pro gun bills. You can find us at firearmspolicy.org. That's firearmspolicy.org. You can also follow me and watch Coffee with Craig at facebook.com forward slash gun policy. Craig, thanks for joining us again. Good friend of ours, good friend of the program. We'll see you again. We'll talk to you again in two weeks, and we'll see you again yes, in January sir. at Shot Show. All right. Take care, my friend. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltex Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Wow, it is the last segment already of the day. You know, it started off the program and had a bunch of things we were going to get to you, and it just, it just, you know, all the topics, they just keep rolling up. They just keep rolling up. We've got a whole bunch to give you. I'm going to try and give you one or two. I'm going to try and talk to you here about the, what happened with the, the pastor who shot somebody in the face, and I'm also going to talk to you about the lawsuits being filed out in Sandy Hook. Uh, I do have an update for you. We did just hear from Kevin. He's absolutely with the client. Uh, he had a client call him up before the show, and he is out there taking care of, uh, taking care of his staff. Or should be taking care of his clients. So he's uh, he's him and his staff are taking care of the clients. So, uh, Kevin, uh, you know, best of luck to to your client and to you, and uh, and we'll see you back on the the program again with us, brother, next week. Uh, Earl will uh, will of course be back with us next week. He's uh, he'll be back from the shop. We'll get him on the program at eh, two, three, or four more minutes. We'll get him back on here to cover the last five with us here on the program. 
Uh, I, I do want to do want to cover for you what what's happened out in uh, in, in in Sandy Hook. Uh, excuse me, not out in Sandy. I guess I said Sandy Hook a couple of times. I, I meant to say Las Vegas. Uh, if if you'll excuse me, uh, it was it was in uh, it was in Las Vegas. There's a there was there's, there were some lawsuits filed out there that. And the weird part was that they weren't filed in Nevada. They were filed in California. The the premise for filing these lawsuits in California is that many of the victims lived in California. Mm, I I understand that, but that's not the way. Uh, you know, it, it seems like they've 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 purposely and I, you know if Kevin were here, he, I'm sure he'd, uh, he'd he'd give us the proper terminology. But they perfectly they purposely chose to go to courts that were more left and liberal leaning and anti-gun so that they could find in favor of the plaintiff. Hundreds of victims of the October 1st mass shooting in Las Vegas filed five lawsuits this past Monday in a California court against the operators of the hotel from where the gunman fired, against the organizers of the music festival, and and against the killer's estate. Uh, The largest of the lawsuit was filed on behalf of 450 people who were either injured in or witnessed the shooting, while the other four were brought by families of people who were killed or severely injured. All five cases filed in Los Angeles Superior Court. Now listen, if they wanted to file anywhere in California where they happened to live across the border in Nevada, they would have done that. They went to the Los Angeles Superior Court on purpose because it's one of the most uh, liberal-leaning courts out there when it comes to gun stuff. One of the, uh, the attorneys, Mohammed Aziz, a Houston-based lawyer, was heading the lawsuits, said they were filed in California because nearly all plaintiffs were from that state and had been treated there. Yeah, it sounds like crap to me. Uh, the, the shooter, Stephen Paddock, fired into the crowd, gathered at the concert from the 34, 32nd floor of the Mandalay Hotel in Las Vegas, killing 58 people, injuring hundreds more. Uh, the worst mass shooting in modern U.S. history. They put modern on here now. You know why they put modern? Because they got tired of us saying, no, wounded knee is the is the uh, worst mass shooting. And, oh, yeah, we did it. Yeah, the United States government uh, did it upon the uh, Native American tribes out there. Uh, the victims accused the hotel operator, MGM Resorts International, and its subsidiary, Mandalay Corporation, which owns the hotel, of failing to properly monitor Mr. Paddock's activities or train their staff members and employ adequate security measures. Uh, several lawsuits have previously been filed in the shooting, mostly in Nevada State Court. One of those filed on Monday was brought by college student Paige Gaspar, who brought the first lawsuit over the mass shooting. And I bring this up because she voluntarily dismissed the lawsuit on Friday in Nevada. Hmm. The lawsuits that were filed in Nevada were dismissed one business day before the lawsuits were filed again in the liberal Los Angeles County Superior Court. Sound sound weird? Yeah, I, I thought so too. Plaintiffs also sued the shooter's estate for battery and assault. Uh, the reportedly wealthy shooter is thought to have multi-million dollar real estate investments across Texas and California. Slidefire Solutions, the maker of the so-called bump stock device Paddock used to achieve a near automatic rate of fire, was named in previous lawsuits over the shooting, but not in any of the suits filed on Monday. Interesting, interesting, huh? The attorney, Mohammed Aziz, said Slidefire was not named because of his clients supported the right to bear arms. You got that? Did you hear that? His clients supported the right to bear arms, so they decided not to sue Slidefire, the maker of the uh, accessory that goes on the the AR-style firearms. He said, we want to focus on hotel and venue security, not turn this into a gun rights case. 
floored me. Absolutely floored me. Absolutely floored me. Uh, Earl, are you with me on the line now? Oh, Earl's with the customer. Okay, I thought I thought we might have had Earl with us. He's with the customer. So we don't get Earl with this uh, this program. We will have him with you in the whole next program. We'll give him extra we'll give him extra duties. You know, we'll we'll, we'll make Earl we'll, we'll make Earl uh, uh, talk even more. Um, so that's that's what's going on out there with these lawsuits being filed against Mandalay Bay, being fire uh, being filed against uh, Mr. Paddock and his estate. They're trying to go after the security. They're going after MGM Resorts for the security there for not noticing things in the hotel. They're going after, excuse me, they're not going after Slidefire because they're pro-gun people. This group of people, this group of 450, was it 450 people that filed this lawsuit? So I found that uh, quite interesting in the California suit. Now, that doesn't mean that filing in California is going to be worse for them because they're not, uh, you know, because they are pro-gun people. It just means that judge is going to, you know, still say, oh, well, this is obviously a, a, a gun thing that happened, so we're going we're gonna to find against, we're going to find against them and, uh, and award you all of your damages. Uh, I told you about the pastor not charged after shooting a teen during an alleged burglary. Police will not charge a Baptist pastor who shot a teenager accused of breaking into his Cherokee County home Thursday morning. This is a suburb of North Western Atlanta, Cherokee County. I'm a, a frequent visitor up there to Cherokee County. Donovan Simmons, 19 of Ackworth, was released from the hospital Friday and charged with burglary, making terroristic threats of possession of a Schedule Four drug with intent to distribute, according to the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office. Bond was set at $16,000. The tried he tried to break in, and the and the pastor heard him and went out there and shot him. You know, and he he didn't get the the clear view. It wasn't one of those perfect, you know, standing in the target range, shoot at the the target. And we're not we're not excuse me, shoot at center mass. He saw the threat. He shot at the threat. The bullet, the round, whatever it happened to be, caught the bad guy in the face, in the face. And uh, the bad guy the bad guy lived through this. Earl, hey, did you did you see this one where the pastor shot the bad guy in the face? In the face. In the face. Um. I, you know, I, I, theory, theory. How do you shoot somebody in the face and it not be a fatal wound? Let me, let me get your opinion there. And I don't know any more about it than what I just said right there. Oh, uh, uh, well, in the face could have been, you know, in, in the mouth, jaw, right. cheek area. Right. You know, yeah. There, there could be quite a few different areas of, of the head that, you know, on, <laughs> you would, you would have the, the, uh, severe displeasure of living through oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah I, I, that's it's a good point i wasn't even considering that i was thinking somewhere along the lines of uh, uh you know maybe it, it wasn't a full shot it was a ricochet or maybe he had i don't know bird shot and he was shooting at a distance but yeah you're absolutely right he could have been, it could have been a straight on you know sideways shot you know into, into a cheek or something like that you know yeah i i didn't didn't hear what you mentioned did did he give what caliber it was no we don't know caliber we don't know okay. i don't know caliber i don't know type of firearm this is all this is all just a couple of gun guys theorizing at the moment yeah okay because i was a good friend of my father's when he was much younger he took a shot directly into the scalp with a 22 long rifle and it skipped off yeah yeah and i've seen that happen before uh, you know, or, or, or you heard about it happening before. I've seen things skip off of, you know, other objects, ob- you know, uh, cars. I remember one skipped off a helmet at a range once. We did it, we did it to try it, but not off the head like that. So that's 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 one you, well, your friends got on us, I guess. But yeah, that's that's that's. I don't, I don't want to be the guy either. <laughs> I don't, don't oh, want to be no, the guy no, to try no. that. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. Uh-uh. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, but so, you know, so good on this pastor. You know, you know, he's uh, defending his family. He's, he had some he had some children there with him. And this uh, this wasn't like this was at nine o'clock in the morning or, or, or you know or four o'clock in the afternoon and they were they were 
you know, it was the Jehovah's Witness coming to the Baptist pastor's door. You know, this was at 2.40 yeah. a.m. So, yeah. I, 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 again, I apologize for not listening to you. I'm busy taking care of customers. Yeah. Did you touch on the uh, the sign that the church over in Tampa posted? We did not. We're going to wait till next week. We'll talk about that oh, one. Okay. We're trying to get somebody from the church here with us. Oh, okay. Well, uh, then, with that story and then the one you were just talking about, my whole sentiment, it makes perfect sense. A good shepherd always has a sheepdog around to protect the flock. Exactly right. Exactly right. Earl, thanks for jumping in on the phone with us here. Uh, stick around for a second so you can give your outro with us. Where Kevin's just going to okay. Kevin's just gonna have to not be here. We, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll jump in and do his. I'll do the first part, you do the second part. How about that? Let's try okay. this for the first time. Folks, thanks for joining us this week. Until next week, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready... Get ready. If you are, you ready, are ready, stay ready. ready. <laughs> The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.